This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hello, I hope that whenever you're listening to this, you're having a wonderful day. So this is another episode where it's just me. And today we're going to be talking about packaging and presenting your products. Because when you're creating your own product to sell, it's really important to think of the whole package, excuse the pun. So I'm going to start by talking about why is your packaging important? And I'm sure that you know, you you possibly know this, but perhaps we're going to touch on some things that you haven't yet considered Um, and the first thing is that it adds to the overall customer experience so the packaging is actually a part of what you're offering it's an integral part of your product and it can also help add value to your product for example let's take the example of a baby towel which which is a product that I used to sell so what do you think would look more premium a baby towel that's packaged in a really lovely box or if it comes shrink wrapped or just wrapped in clear plastic it's exactly the same product and the difference in cost for the packaging might not be that much although as I'm saying this out loud I'm thinking actually there probably will be a difference in in cost but it makes a huge difference in terms of perceived value and what you can potentially charge so yes a box might be more expensive however let's say the box costs an extra pound putting figures out of the air here um but you could charge another five pound because it is beautifully boxed obviously that makes it worth an investment um, I'll give you a real example of something that happened to me. I bought a headband online and it came unbranded in you know, just a clear like plastic bag. Um, and it was sufficient because the product was clean, it was in good condition, but it didn't tell me anything about who made it. I couldn't recommend that seller to you now. Um, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest, I bought this, I, I can't remember if it was on Etsy or Amazon, but I couldn't tell you who I bought from because I have no clue who it is. However, had they added a simple sticker or put an insert card in, inside, that would have been a really good and still quite cheap addition. But just told me a little bit about who I bought from and then perhaps I'd remember them and then you know I'd be able to recommend them to you now but unfortunately because there hadn't been that consideration put into the packaging um, I wasn't able to do that 
So another thing that great packaging can do is give your brand a bit of character. So I am definitely not a branding expert. I should say that here. I did have a branding expert um, consultant, Rebendon, on a previous episode. She also wrote a really great blog post for me as well. I'm going to link both of those in the show notes because if you're at all interested in your branding, um, these are really good resources. Um, And as part of that, Cara gives some really great advice on packaging your products and the whole unboxing experience um, and I'm just going to touch now on a few ways that your how you package your products can really elevate your brand so if the unboxing experience is an experience so when customers open your product you know it's nice you know it's a, it's a pleasant experience it's much more likely that they'll that they'll share that on social media and give you a bit of free marketing you can add your own messaging to your packaging so whether that's a little know whether you want to share information about your brand values what difference buying your product makes um who you are what you're about this is your space to do that for example i brought some earrings recently and there was a little card in with them that explained that because i'd placed that order a tree had been planted on my behalf and that was really sweet and you know what i did i shared that on my instagram stories because i thought oh this is so lovely and then of course that gave that brand a bit of marketing at the same time so I definitely think this is something worth thinking about and also just from a practical point of view if you want to ask people to leave you reviews if you want to offer discounts of future purchases or maybe for signing up to a subscription to receive your product regularly whether you want to share tips on how your product can be used maybe how your packaging could be reused um, give any kind of useful information this is your space to do so so not only does your packaging serve a practical function um, in terms of keeping your product you know contained within something but you've got all of that space however you decide to package your product you know whether this is a box and you've got loads of space to work with or whether you're thinking of just adding a little card inside something that's nicely gift wrapped um, however you do that you've got some space to kind of get your brand messaging across and then finally um, I'm going to talk about the fact that packaging also protects your product and this might seem silly because you might think well actually my product doesn't need a lot of packaging maybe doesn't need any packaging but you do need to think about how you protect it during shipping and storage if that's applicable to you and I'm going to give a real example here so my products are all packaged in recyclable craft cardboard boxes um so they were intended for gifting so the boxes had to be really sturdy because they had to make a trip So I knew up front that they had to make the trip from the manufacturer to my warehouse, then some went to Amazon, and then finally they go to the customer who might have actually bought it to someone else, and then, you know, they'd be going on another trip. So they were getting, basically, they were getting a lot of handling. Knowing that they were intended to get a lot of handling, I needed the boxes to be really, really sturdy to withhold that. Um, And I'm going to be honest as well, I actually learned this the hard way because the first lot of boxes that I got, they looked really good. So they were like very similar gift boxes. They had exactly the same design and branding. They looked really professional, but they just weren't quite strong enough. Um, And lots of those boxes got crushed either from the trip for the manufacturer over to the UK because they were made abroad or when they were being sent into Amazon um, and actually sometimes on the trip from Amazon to the customer. So as you can see, your packaging needs to be sufficient. Um, 
And that really leads me on to my next point, which is I know from experience that products get thrown around. They get thrown around in vans, in warehouses, they get thrown over people's gates, they get rammed through letterboxes, they get left outside in the rain. And if you're sending in products for Amazon to sell via FBA, they can get thrown around a bit there as well. Um, This maybe isn't the best example, but not long ago, Amazon delivered me a book and it came in a cardboard envelope and they left it sat outside in the rain. No, no card came through the door, so I had absolutely no idea there was something sat out there and it ended up soaking wet. Um, now, that isn't the seller's fault as they trusted Amazon to take care of their products and that this is definitely you know, something for another episode. But I only share this to highlight that if you were selling a product that might deteriorate, if it got wet, for example, um, a cardboard envelope might be not be enough to protect it for the elements. So if you were posting it yourself, you might have to add another layer of protection or if you were sending it into Amazon you might have to think you know you might also have to think about that so that's just a a, a practical thing to think about and while of course you can't prevent any of the above from happening you know anything I've just talked about if you package your products in a way that protects it the best you can then I think that gives the customer the best experience that you that you can as well and um, you know this this is all going to help in the long run and I should also say that this is not a rant at delivery drivers and it's not intended as that either. I just want to be really honest about, I mean, you've probably seen it yourself, packages can get damaged. And I guess the bottom line is this, what you cannot count on at any stage of the process is anyone else caring about your product and the condition it arrives in as much as you do, um, other than the customer, because the customer is obviously going to be pretty upset if they receive your product and it's not in the condition it was intended. So therefore, you do need to think about the packaging and ensure it's packaged in a way that will keep it protected as best you can to give the customer a better experience. And as I said earlier, this is really important, especially important if you sell a product which is frequently gifted because not only is it going to be handled more, um, people tend to get more upset if they're buying something for someone else. You know, if something's tended to be a gift and it doesn't look perfect it's because if you're buying something for yourself and, you know, it doesn't look great, um, perhaps you know you're going to throw the packaging away. It doesn't matter so much. But if you're buying for someone else, it's super, super important. So if you're selling any kind of gifting product, this is especially important. So let's talk now about how do you start with choosing and designing your product packaging. So first of all, I just want you to remember that your packaging doesn't need to be fancy, it doesn't need to be expensive, but it just needs a little bit of thinking about. So there are four main things I think you need to consider. So one is functionality, which we just talked about. So your packaging needs to do its job, so i.e. keep the product in a really good condition. Um, The second thing is aesthetics, because ideally it will look nice too. And then I guess um, think about the purpose of it. So is your product purely functional? So is it just something to keep your product safe as we've just been talking about or do you want to use it to share more information about your brand do you want to use it to get people to your website do you want to educate them about your product and how to use it um you don't have to do any or all of this but it's just things to think about and then then the last thing to think about is legislation which i'm going to talk about a bit more in a few minutes so in terms of how to actually package your product there are lots and lots of options and it really depends on what you're selling and what your budget is so just a few things that I can think about, um, I've just made some notes of things I thought about off the top of my head, are boxes, so bespoke boxes that you might get someone to make for you, maybe a plain box or maybe a box of a window. 
then there are letter boxes so these are the kind of boxes that you can generally you can you can buy these and add apply your own branding or you can have them especially made so these are the ones that fit through everyone's letter boxes there are gift bags so you could have like little bags made up padded envelopes which you can get all kinds of different ones now you can get eco-friendly ones you can get all kinds of different colors um so that's an option you can also get standard envelopes um i used to sell my bamboo swaddles and envelopes that were made of bamboo starch so they're eco-friendly but they looked sort of they look like plastic but they were actually not um you might want to use tissue paper or wrapping paper maybe you even want to get some branded wrapping paper printed to wrap your product in you might want to use stickers or stamps to seal or personalize your packaging maybe you want to invest in some branded belly bands or some ribbon so there are lots and lots of options depending what your product is what your budget is and what you want to achieve and as I mentioned earlier you might also want to decide to include a, an insert with an offer at discount or a request for feedback or request for reviews in your packaging as well and that doesn't necessarily have to be on your packaging you might just want to include sort of a little card or something but these are all just ideas to get you started speaking of getting you started one of my best practical tips and this is what I did way back when I was launching my first product is look at how other similar products are packaged so you can either go into a shop or you can order some products online um, hopefully with the intention of returning them you know not trying to suggest you spend lots of money here to see how similar products are packaged and maybe get some inspiration so you might look at what kind of packaging they use how it's constructed what kind of things are written on it um, is there an insert card or a flyer that you get with it and just make some notes and I should say and I probably don't need to say this but please don't copy anyone else's packaging this isn't what I'm suggesting I'm just suggesting that you do this as a starting point to get some inspiration and perhaps you don't even look at products that are similar to yours perhaps if you're selling a gift you just look at other more general gifting items it's just really to get some ideas and when you're you know if you're shopping online or shopping anywhere and you get something and you think oh I really like how this is packaged make a note of what it was you liked or take a photo because when it comes to actually doing this for yourself it's really easy to forget all of this like all of these things that really inspired you so do take some notes um, because it is worth thinking about as I say it really is a big part of the customer experience so in terms of what do you need actually on your packaging so I would suggest as a minimum you would have your logo on your packaging so whatever you you know whatever kind of product you're selling and whatever kind of packaging you're using so whether you have um whether you have a special box or whether you are using a branded sticker I would have your logo and the name of your company so that people know who they've ordered from you might also want to have something on your packaging that explains what the product is and you might want to include where it was designed and made if that's something that's going to be useful to customers other things you can include either on your packaging or inside it somewhere are maybe information about how to care for your product so for example if you're selling garments it might be washing information you might want to include a printed barcode or space for a barcode sticker to be applied. Um, you might want to include a call to action on your packaging. So leave feedback, join my mailing list, get a discount, etc., etc. And you might want to include social media links or your website address. We don't need to do any of this or all of this, by the way. Um, the point of this is just really to get you started thinking about what you might like to do. 
I mentioned barcodes earlier, so I'm just going to sort of very quickly mention that if you need barcodes to sell your product, um, and I can't tell you, you know, whether you do, whether you do or don't, but if you do, and you'll know if you do, if you're selling on Amazon, you will. Um, if you need them, the only place you can buy them from in the UK is GS1. And I'm going to link to the GS1 website in the show notes for the episode. This is the only source of barcodes that are accepted by most retailers and marketplaces in the UK. Please don't try and buy them on eBay. A few years ago, this was something that people did a lot. Um, and you can get into trouble that way. So please, please, please. I know it's an extra cost that, you know, many of us don't need, but it really is worth it to have barcodes that you can feel confident they're yours, they're registered to your business, your products, and you can use them anywhere you like. So if you need barcodes, please buy them from GS1. So I mentioned earlier about around legislation, about that being important. So what I mean here, I'm just going to touch on this briefly is that some products have rules around how they're packaged or what's included on the packaging. For example, in the UK, if you're selling prepackaged food products, there are certain things that are required to be on the label. Um, if your product is wrapped in plastic, you require suffocation warning. And of course, there are many, many more examples that I'm not going to give here. So Google is probably a good place to start when researching this. If you Google packaging requirements for and you type the country that you're in and the type of product you're selling, you should find some guidelines online. I would suggest trying to find the official government website on this if you can. Um, If you have any doubts, do lots and lots of research. Try and make some calls to clarify. It's definitely better to get this right initially than making changes at a later date. And I'm not trying to scare you here either because there are lots and lots of products that you can package any way you like. Um, but it's just it's just really worth doing a check just so you're clear. So anything sort of anything that's consumable generally has some rules for the packaging and anything that goes, anything that's topical as well, so that's used on your body will have certain rules and yeah so it's what that's something definitely worth looking at something else worth thinking about is marketplace requirements and what i mean by this is if you're looking to sell your product online then some online marketplaces and i'll be really honest i'm thinking of amazon right now have requirements on how products need to be packaged which amazon call prepped when they arrive at the warehouse Um, These are mainly for the reasons I spoke about earlier. So if they think your product isn't adequately packed to prevent damage, they might return them to you or they actually might get damaged before they manage to return them to you. So as an example, they state that textile items must be wrapped in shrink wrap or put in a sealed poly bag. Now, this doesn't need to be your main packaging, of course, but if you're looking to sell a textile item on Amazon eventually, this is at least something you can factor in now while you're planning what you need. Or another example is if you are selling a product um, that comes in a glass bottle, then there needs to be some element of bubble wrap involved. Um, It's just worth thinking about if you're looking at a certain marketplace, like I say, and Amazon is a great example. If you're looking, you know, you know you want to sell your products on Amazon, I would just look upfront at what do I need to do in terms of packaging if I'm going to be sending in products for them to dispatch and as I say this doesn't need to be your main packaging but it might be something you can at least think about incorporating in terms of where you would get your packaging made so if you're looking having so okay let's start from the beginning if you are making a product 
you're, you're making your product yourself or your product is made in the UK, you might find the easiest thing is to find a packaging supplier either local to you or online. And there are some really good, affordable, eco-friendly options available. Um, or it might be that you want something bespoke designed, but I would always suggest if you can, doing that local, local to you where you can. If you're sourcing your product, so perhaps you're having your product made abroad, your supplier should be able to help you either themselves or they should be able to put you in touch with a packaging supplier. Generally, if your product is being produced abroad, it is cheaper most of the time to get your packaging made abroad to um, and for your product to be placed in your packaging before it's shipped to you. Not always, but most of the time. Um, one thing to know is it's quite usual for packaging companies, whether based in the UK or abroad, to have a higher minimum order quantity than you would for your product. Um, this is something I've certainly found. If this is the case, I would suggest either asking for the leftover packaging to be stored by your supplier if you're sourcing your product from someone else, or if it's a product you're making or having made a bit more locally, perhaps you can store the packaging yourself. Um, whatever suits really but I guess what I'm trying to say is don't if, if you can afford to I, I wouldn't worry if the packaging orders if the packaging quantities seem quite high and I wouldn't necessarily suggest trying to bring them down because it will be cheaper for you to have high, quite higher quantities and it is fairly and it is fairly standard um so don't worry about that okay so next thing I want to touch on briefly is do you need a packaging designer um maybe it really depends what you want if you if you're going to have you know let's say a box designed specifically for your product or even if you want just a, a backing card or an insert then maybe you do want this done professionally and if you do there's a few things that your packaging designer will need to know so first of all is the dimensions and if you're not sure what dimensions you want so let's say you're having something made for you and you're really not sure what size the packaging would need to be. Ask the person who's making it and they should be able to advise. You want to have an idea on the kind of materials that you want to use. Um, things like colours and fonts. If you have this, it's a really good idea to give an idea of the kind of thing you like. And this is why sharing photos of packaging that you've seen and liked can be really helpful. If you have any restrictions around as colors for example it's worth your designer knowing this so for example when I was having my boxes for tiny chipmunk made um they were in two they were printed in two colors because if I'd gone over the two colors there would have been additional I think they were called plate charges and so to avoid those I stuck to just having two colors on my packaging um so it was obviously really important that the designer I was working with knew this and then of course everything you actually want included on your packaging so any text or images or washing instructions or do you need space for the barcode or does the barcode actually need to be on there whatever it is I mean we've touched on all of this earlier but everything that physically needs to be on your packaging you just need to let them know and I know this has been a fairly quick overview but I hope it's been really helpful I have one final tip for you which is to start thinking about your packaging early so that way you can find out whether you can get what you want 
because it might be that actually you think okay I want some bespoke boxes made and then you go down that route and find out that actually it's going to be you know, it's going to put too much cost on or it's going to take too long or whatever it might be and also you will find out what the costs are likely to be so as I said you can factor that in and you can also then make decisions um hopefully you've heard my episode on pricing which was I think at least a month ago now um do go back and listen to that one if you haven't already but as I say packaging how you package your product can make a difference to how you can price your product because if you have super premium packaging perhaps you can charge slightly more and so it's worth factoring all of this in when you're thinking about how to price your product as well um so yeah so i really hope that helps um hopefully you found this fairly comprehensive even though it was a quick overview if there is anything that i haven't covered that you'd like to know if you've got any outstanding questions you can email me vicky at vickyweinberg.com or you can go over to my website vickyweinberg.com and contact me there and that's v-i-c-k-i-w-e-i-n-b-e-r-g so have a lovely rest of your day um again i do hope you found this helpful and i will see you back here with another episode and another fantastic guest next week Thank you so much for listening right to the end of this episode. Do remember that you can get the full back catalogue and lots of free resources on my website, vickyweinberg.com. Please do remember to rate and review this episode if you've enjoyed it and also share it with a friend who you think might find it useful. Thank you again and see you next week. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.